0: Well, welcome back to the Comics Cave, everybody. Uh, We're here for the second offshoot. I'm finally getting back around to filling in the offshoot episodes. And this is the last one (laughs) that I need to fill in. Uh, For those of you that are listening to this as it comes out, this is right in the middle of the uh, Superhero Marathon in February of 2023. And as part of the marathon, I'm putting out on the main feed... All of the Comics Cave offshoot episodes that were previously only available on the journey into Patreon. So, but this episode in particular, this offshoot number two where I'm going to talk about Superman True Brit, hasn't even been on Patreon yet. It's debuting (laughs) today on both Patreon and the main feed. Patreon will still get it a day early, but... It's still part of this February uh, Superhero Marathon event, if you will. This will complete, at least on the Comics Cave episodes up till now, this will complete the offshoots for them. So, real quick again, I know I just explained this yesterday, but uh, I do Comics Cave episodes on the Patreon. Currently they're at the Spelunker level, which is $5 a month, and people at that level are the ones that get the Comics Cave episodes. I've come out with these offshoots to present to everybody who's on Patreon, regardless of what level they're at. So starting at the $1 a month level, that's what these offshoot episodes are for. You know, as part of this event, I'm also putting them out on the main feed. And again, my hope is that maybe this will inspire some of you who are listening to this, who have never considered uh, joining the the Patreon feed, to uh, at least go through and check it out. I should say I am. I did enable. Uh, Patreon came out with a new free trial feature of their service, and so I have enabled free trials at at all levels of the uh, Patreon. So I think you get 14 days for free if you uh, sign up for a free trial for any of the levels. So if you go into the Spelunker level, you'll get all the Comics Cave episodes. You'll get all the Trekking episodes. You'll get Anything that I've ever put on Patreon will be available for you to listen to. But the thing about the Patreon is you always get it at least two days early. Uh, sometimes more. But at least I, I try to at least have a two-day buffer. Well, Now, for the Superhero Marathon, it's actually less than that. It's only, it, it comes out a day before, like 24 hours before it comes out on the, the main feed. But that's just for this event. Usually I try to give at least two days for Patreon to have it exclusively before... It becomes public. But then there's, of course, things that are on Patreon that are exclusive only to Patreon. So, okay, with all that out of the way, let's move on to today's offshoot, which is, as I said, uh, Superman True Brit. (laughs) Now, this is in response on my Comics Cave episode number two. I talked about Superman Red Sun, which is Mike Millar's comic run. I believe it was in 2003. And it's basically... Speculating, what if Superman's rocket, when he came to Earth from Krypton as a baby, what if he landed in the Soviet Union instead of in the USA? How would that change Superman? How would that change the events? How would that change the people that surround Superman? All that stuff. And it's a really good comic and very thought-provoking and, and very well done. And has a crazy weird twist at the end. <laughs> Uh, So I I do encourage you to read Superman Red Son if you haven't already done so, and then if you want to hear my take on it, uh, then you can seek out that Comics Cave episode number two. I was trying to think of something that I could talk about quickly (laughs) as an offshoot, because I try to make these offshoots uh, somewhat short, you know, around 15 to 20 minutes, somewhere in there. Now, I could go into a lot of detail about Superman True Brit and really... Could go on as a comics cave episode in and of itself it's it's a kind of a long comic, and I believe it is a response to Superman Red Sun. So the premise of this is, well, what if Superman's rocket landed in the u k instead of in the u s so and it is kind of a satirical comedic look at this uh, depending on the different sources that I've uh, looked at. The duo of writers for this is Kim Howard Johnson and John Cleese. Uh, John Cleese, of course, is, is a famous British comedic actor, part of Monty Python, the star of Faulty Towers. If you don't know who John Cleese is, then you didn't watch the comedy in the late 70s and, and uh, throughout the 80s, and up till today even. And so, like I said, as you can imagine, there, there's a definite uh, satirical take on this. Oh, I forgot to say the art for this was uh, done by John Byrne, who's, who's a classic artist for both Marvel and DC. And then I believe Mark Farmer was was his inker. Because the basic thing is, his parents, very much like the Man of Steel parents <laughs> of Superman, are very concerned about, well, Colin Clark in this case. They name him Colin so it's Colin Clark, uh, not showing his powers, not exposing himself to the world, and they so they want him to hide his powers. They they want him just to be a mailman, just a, a public civil servant, and uh, just stay out of trouble, stay out, don't draw attention to yourself, that kind of thing. And in fact, their their theme or their mantra is, "What would the neighbors think?" That's what's on their mind. They don't want to attract the attention of their neighbors they want to fit in with society they don't want any any attention drawn to them and i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm i don't have the context for a lot of that um so maybe those of you who are listening to this uh, from the uk can chime in maybe give me some insight on what i might be missing out i mean if you've read this i'd be very interested to hear your take because i'm sure it reads better for you than it does for me i guess upfront uh, overall i enjoyed reading this comic i i i did key into a lot of the comedic elements of it i liked some of the interpretation of the uh, dc universe in this but overall i felt like i was missing the joke some of the time um, i'm not going to go into too much spoiler territory in this either uh, because I feel like once I start down the dark path <laughs> of g- details about this, that that I'll just continue on, and that's not the intention of these offshoot episodes. So, let me just tell you some of the the people that he runs into. So, his parents are the Clarks. They live in a, a the small town of Weston Supermare, which, by all accounts, I guess is smaller than. Smallville (laughs) would have been. His parents uh, try to get him not to use his powers, even though they would be very useful for them on the farm. When he does try to use his powers, uh, bad things happen. Uh, He burns his mom with his heat vision. He uh, throws uh, tree stumps into their house, crashing into their house when he tries to help out. Uh, Things like that. He grows up, and he's going to go off to university. He wants to be a journalist, very similar to the Superman that we know. And at university, he falls in love with Louisa Lane Ferret. And Lane is spelt (laughs) L-A-Y-N-E, but it's Louisa Lane Ferret. A lot of hyphens in here, hyphenated names. I guess that's another English thing. In university... At the university, he pretty much keeps his nose clean there, doesn't exhibit his powers, uh, but he does decide that he can keep it under control. He can join the cricket team. And so uh, he does play cricket for the university, but in the uh, decisive game for the team, he accidentally, when he's up to bat, his bat slips from his hand and it impales somebody and goes directly through them. They say that the doctors are going to keep this guy alive, but they can't remove the bat from him, so they're just going to keep him stabilized. And that kind of goes off and becomes its own thing. Um, but because of this event and how undramatically he reported on this in the, own, in the school newspaper, um, a guest journalist was visiting the school, lecturing at the school, and berated him for this, the way he reported on something that was so extravagant. That he was involved in that, and it was a Peregrine White Badger, White hyphen Badger, and White of course is spelled W H Y T E. So you know another analog to Perry White of the uh, the Daily Planet. Well, this is Peregrine White W H Y T E Badger <laughs> from the Daily Smear, and it's a tabloid. Magazine. It's not a mainstream, hard-hitting newspaper. It's the tabloids, and that's what he ends. Up, that's who he ends up working for. And actually, this uh, Peregrine becomes his main antagonist, even though it's his boss. It becomes his main protagonist because uh, once he reveals himself as Superman and starts to do superheroic heroic things. Peregrine wants to get the most tabloid exploitive news out of it, right? And even if they have to make it up, that's what he wants. And he, you know, he hey, goes on this big speech: "We're going to build him up, and then we're going to tear him down. Then we're going to build him up again." So Colin Clark, along with photographer James Bartholomew Olsen, <laughs> uh, are charged with leading all doing all of the Superman stories. The reason Colin decides to be Superman is is there's uh this these two musicians from the musical group from a musical group that's supposed to be parodying the beatles are uh on the edge of a high-rise parking garage and they're going to fall several stories to their deaths and he decides to save them i don't know where he got the costume from they never explained that uh, but he puts on this this british union jack superman costume on And goes and saves them. Of course, it's a green car. And he holds it above his head and puts it lightly on the ground. Um, You know, just like the classic scenes from the original Superman comic book. And so there's lots of little tributes and stuff like that, which I love. All that kind of stuff. Again, I'm trying to keep this short. So, you know, just let me say that... You know, a lot of things that I liked is, you know, he goes... Uh, For the Queen, he does these uh, three impossible tasks. Uh, One of them is keeping the trains running on time. Uh, One of them is increasing the quality of the programming on the BBC TV programs. Oh yeah, and then the other one is to decrease the waiting time for hip operations. (laughs) So, um, you know, some of that's him using his abilities. He accomplishes those by using his abilities but also working with the people involved to help them realize what what they need to do to, to actually get their jobs done. And again, it's, it's all poking fun at these institutions in England, and uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, another little bit throughout the whole thing is his parents keep moving without telling him where they move to, because... They're trying not to get drawn into his drama as Superman. They like it better when, if he would not be Superman. They go as far as to find a secluded uh, fortress-type house in the Arctic. So they can get far, far away from their son, who is Superman. And uh, he does find them, however. And that, I thought that was pretty fun. See, there's a spoiler right there. I just... Uh, snuck out there. I, I will say there's the most ludicrous version of Batman in this. Um, I won't give that one away. That one's pretty hilarious. Uh, there's some references to Brainiac in there, but not direct references to Brainiac. But uh, you know, just using the word so that you notice it, kind of thing. And you know, at many points throughout this, I feel really bad for Colin for Superman. Because everything he tries to do, it just seems like he it backfires on him, you know. And I'm sure that's you know some of the the parody coming through as well. He does meet up with uh, Louisa's cousin from the United States, who is the real Lois Lane, and uh, that's really good to see those two together. And and there's definitely more of a spark between. The proper Lois Lane and Colin, as well as the proper Lois Lane and Superman, than there is uh, with Louisa. Like, I say, I, I could go on with a lot more spoilers, a lot more details, but I, I want to keep this brief. I would be interested to hear from my UK listeners that if you've read this, what what's your take on it? Did did the humor hit you? Uh, maybe even better than it than it hit me. It, it's a fun little take on the Superman Red Sun premise. And uh it's very British, which was its intention. <laughs> and I would definitely recommend uh Superman True Brit if you if you just want a nice light uh comedic Superman Elseworlds story. It's pretty fun. And I'm sure as as soon as I stop recording, I'm gonna think of something else. Oh yeah, I was gonna talk about that on the uh the offshoot episode. But for now I will uh, close the Comics Cave, close off this little offshoot, uh, so that nobody gets hurt. (laughs) And uh, I'll be back in a few days with another full Comics Cave episode, brand new, uh, talking once again about the Fantastic Four. So I'll see you then, and I'll be back tomorrow with another Comics Cave offshoot. I think the third one, right? (laughs) All right. Good night, everyone. The audio from this podcast is exclusive to patreon.com slash journey into.